On today's episode of the Karibo Shoe Podcast, Super Mario Maker 2. of the Kribo Shoot Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 55. We're going to be talking about Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, I'm your host, Brandon. I'm joined by my co-host, as always. Chad is here. Hello, everybody. How's it going, man? It's going good. Been a busy week, but very excited to talk about Super Mario Maker 2. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got some big news, and as I, like you said, Super Mario Maker 2, so let's get right into it. So, uh, what have you been playing the past couple of weeks, Chad? I was able to finally finish up Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, Defeated Wario. Very uh, nice. It's kind of, kind of odd fighting a boss with the, that can use power-ups and everything. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really seen that in a Mario game before, but I thought that was really cool. Except when Bowser turned into the Cat Bowser and everything, of course. But I right. uh, really enjoyed that. And, of course, been playing a ton of Super Mario Maker 2, which we will get into. And uh, also been playing some Dr. Mario World on mobile devices. Yeah, so this came out, I think, on Monday, a day early, actually, from what it was supposed to, and we've both been trying it out. Yeah, I've, I've really been having a, uh, I've actually been having a lot of fun with it, actually, and uh, awesome. been able to do a little bit on that. Um, I've been a little disappointed with it, but I, I think, not that it's a bad game by any stretch, it's just uh, I was kind of expecting a Dr. Mario game, what with the title and all, and it's very much not a Dr. Mario game, or yeah. it's very different from all the previous Dr. Mario yes, games. Yes, I, I agree with you. Uh, so there's just a lot of differences with this one than, than the Dr. Mario I grew up with, but I, you know, I, I think I was thinking about it wrong, and I'm definitely going to keep trying, keep playing it and keep keep giving it another shot, because it, it may be fun on its own. So. Yeah, it it does have the uh, the the classic uh, the you you progress through the story like as a mobile device device yeah. games you have like five hearts and then when you run out of hearts you have to relaunch except for the first level it's like the first twenty levels I believe uh, you have unlimited hearts but once you switch over you only can move up to five times yeah it's it's so very like it's a very free to play type of game yeah. there's there's all kinds of currencies and some you earn for free and some you have to buy and it's it's kind of a mess but uh, exactly I, I, I hate these types of games just in general these free to play but you know pay to win type games i would rather just pay one price and uh have everything and play it as much as i want but that's not really what nintendo's doing with these mobile games so i wasn't really expecting them to so right um let's see here well i've been like i said been playing dr mario world i've also been playing uh, of course super mario maker 2 and but i did pick up one other game uh since we last recorded i picked up uh virtual racing uh from the eShop, and uh this is a, a game that was uh it's a sega arcade racer from i think 1992 is one of their first big 3d uh racing games and i i loved this game as a kid and uh, this is like the definitive uh, edition of this game. It's uh, it runs at 60 frames per second, where the arcade ran at 30. Uh, they got the visuals up to 1080p. It's just it looks it looks really nice. It runs very smooth, and they've got all kinds of extras in there. Like it's got a crazy. Uh, uh, local multiplayer split screen you can play eight players at once and it, it's pretty wild looking <laughs> wow that's all I, I did see a screenshot of that that looked crazy <laughs> yeah so i enjoyed playing that i mean it's it's very simple it's a simple arcade racer they didn't add like any tracks or anything it's it's only three different tracks but uh you know they're all fun to play and hard to master so i've, I've been enjoying that just just as a fan of old arcade racing games very cool you know i really didn't think i would have that many racing games whether they're kart racers or arcade 
racers on the Switch. I've probably got five or six, and you probably have a few more than me if you have virtual racing here. I love kart racers, and I love arcade racers. I've never really loved like simulation type racers like Forza or Gran Turismo. I never could get in that, but I love a good arcade racer. Same so, here. Yeah, I was I was happy to, to pick that up. Uh, that's really it for what I've been playing. So uh, let's go ahead and move on over to pickups. And I think uh, I think for once we have the exact same thing on, our, on our list. So. Uh, um, Nintendo and Hot Wheels have teamed up again, and uh, they've done several uh, batches of cars in the past. But uh, to me, these were pretty special. These ones that have just came out, these Mario Kart Hot Wheels, they actually look like uh, you know the the Mario the carts and the characters from the game. So it's not just a, a, ra- a regular looking car with a Mario Kart skin on it. These are actually uh, you know Mario and his little Mario Kart, and and I've these just were released at Target, and we were able to pick these up. Uh, most if not all of them. I think there's five right now. Right. Because instead of five, I've got four out of the five. I'm okay. missing a Princess Peach, but um, it's on my radar. I'm looking for it. So Yeah, so th- these are just awesome. I love, I, I couldn't, I was so excited to see these in the store, and I, I had to pick them up. Right, I love how the, uh, they, they're in different carts, too. Mario's, yes. of course, in a standard cart. Bowser's in his uh, big uh, purple car, and I believe Peach is on something else. But they all just have kind of different, and Yoshi has something different. They just have some really cool vehicles with them. Yeah, that's right. And they've also released some uh, tracks along with these, some sets. I think there's a big one and then two smaller ones. They're pretty neat looking. Um, I also, I've heard, I believe this is true, that there is a Series 2 of these carts coming out with some more characters. So I'm definitely going to be looking looking for those as well. I need a Waluigi cart. So. <laughs> Definitely. So these these are really neat. I think they're they're on the pricier side. I believe they were five dollars a piece at Target. Uh, but I mean, you you really can't put a price on a small Hot Wheels Mario Kart. In you my can't. <laughs> All right, so let's move on over into the news, and uh, we've got some pretty pretty big heavy hitters here this this time this episode. So uh, just uh, the day that we're recording this, um, uh, Nintendo announced a new model of the Nintendo Switch, the Nintendo Switch Lite is coming uh, on September 20th of this year. So not, we don't have just too, too long to wait for this, and uh, we, we were pretty much all expecting this. Uh, I don't think it was any big surprise, but I was glad to finally see that the speculation is over and it actually is official now. Me too. Yeah, we've heard rumors about this for, I think, well over a year, but it's always like, and, you know, they did announce it at E3, and I was always just wondering, when are they going to announce this? When is this going to come out? And now we know, September. Uh, It worked out great. It worked out on the morning that we're recording this so we can have it ready for everybody and not not be two weeks late on it. Exactly. So this this, uh, Switch Lite is going to retail for $199.99, so $100 cheaper than the normal standard Switch that we all have now. Correct. Um, It's going to come in three standard colors. It's coming in a yellow, a gray, and a blue. And uh, the blue is a pretty pastel-y blue would be the way I would describe it. Right. Um, there's also a fourth color coming and it's a special Pokemon Sword and Shield edition. It, that's coming on November 8th, with the, which I think is about a week before Pokemon Sword and Shield come out. And this is uh, also going to be $200. It does not come with the game. It's just a special edition Switch. So, And uh, that one looks really nice. It's kind of a, what would you say, uh, like an off-white or a light gray color? Yeah, probably a light gray kind of. And then on uh, half of it, you have the, uh, the red uh, buttons and on the other side is the blue from the uh, legendary Pokemon. Yes, and of course on the back it's got them kind of uh, um, 
kind of got their um, outlines uh, of the two uh, legendary Pokemon. Right, kind of like they've been doing on the 3DS sales in the past. Yeah, That's right. So, of course, you know, you're not just getting this discount with with no drawbacks. I mean, you're you're getting this thing for $100 cheaper, but uh, it is also missing some stuff that the standard Switch has. It sure is. So, uh, you, uh, this, this is handheld, this is a handheld only system, you know, the whole, the whole name is, is out the window, kind of like Nintendo did with the 3DS and then the 2DS. You can no longer switch from handheld to docked. This is handheld only. You can't connect it to a TV, and uh, that's that's a big way of the way that I play is connected to a TV over Me half too. of the time, I would say. Me too, so. but I know there's a lot of people that just use it in handheld, and so for them, this is going to be very enticing. That's true. Um, you're also losing a few other things. You're losing HD rumble. Um, the IR sensor that's on the bottom of the right Joy-Con, it's not there anymore. No Labo. <laughs> uh, so no Nintendo Labo. And uh, the, there's no de- the, the, the controls on the sides of the screen are not detachable. These are no longer Joy-Cons. They're j- it's just all built into the one system. So no detachable Joy-Cons on this system. Now, you can hook up some if you buy them, uh, but it doesn't come with them. Right, yeah. And I do like that the Joy-Cons are the same color as the, the back of the system, like yes. on the the whole one. unit is now one color, which is nice. It looks very clean. Yes. yes. Um, one thing I will, one gripe I will say when we're just talking about kind of the looks of it is uh, on all the on all the standard colors, the yellow, the gray, and the blue. The buttons and the control sticks are all white, and uh, to me, I would prefer them to be uh, dark gray or black or something. I, I would prefer yeah, anything besides white. I just it, it didn't look very appealing to me at all. It's just kind of off putting a little. I bit. agree. Uh, some people may like it. It's just personal preference. I don't really like the white buttons. And it's also got a a D pad on it as well. That's that's right. So since these no longer detach and have to work, at, you know, if you hold them sideways for two-player games, they're able to just add on a D-pad to the left side. So in that way, that'll be a big improvement, in my opinion. Same. Um, another improvement is this thing is going to be a uh, it's going to be lighter than the the switches we have now. It's 0.61 pounds compared to 0.88 pounds of the original switch. So I believe that's. Uh, I, I, th- I, th- I bet that will be noticeable if you if you had both in your hands. Uh, it would be nice for it to be a little lighter. I, to me, the switch is a little heavy if you're holding it for a long time. Right. Um, battery life is about thirty minute uh, thirty minutes better on the light than the regular switch as well. So that's nice. So that probably um, put it about four hours or somewhere somewhere in there. Like depending that, on, what depending on what game you're playing, if you're playing Breath of the Wild, yeah, something like that. If you're playing just a indie game on the eShop, you can get quite a bit more. Right. Um, now, one other downside I would say is the screen size itself. Um, it's it's down to 5.5 inches versus the 6.2 inches of the original Switch. So a little smaller screen in that smaller body. Um, to me, the screen on the Switch now is already on the small side. Uh, you know, we're kind of used to having iPads in our hands or something that are about 10 inches. Even an iPad mini is 9.7 inches. So uh, 5.5 inches is fairly small. Um, but I think they had to to keep it in this small form factor. Right, yeah, I, I think you're right. And it, it does look very, very small, especially depending on the games that you're playing. If you're play, playing Breath of the Wild, I, I can't imagine not seeing that on a big screen or at least a Switch screen the size it is now. It's just so such a beautiful game you want to really take it in. But right. uh, it, it, with the cheaper price tag and everything, I understand why they did crunch yeah. it down a little bit. Now, I'm very eager to get my hands on one of these. I really <laughs> want to try it. But again, it being handheld only and some of these other drawbacks, I don't think this is the switch for me. I don't think I'm going to switch over to this switch light. I think I'll keep the one I have. 
Uh, but uh, I am very interested in that Pokemon Special Edition. I don't know about you. I am as well. If I get one, it will be that one. <laughs> Same here. So remains to be seen. But I think this is a I think this is a good move by Nintendo having something that is a one ninety nine. I think it's going to sell very well this holiday season. Right. I think this is going to kind of take the three DS crowd, the cheap, the people with uh, kids, the families, and everything. I think this is going to be very appealing to them. Yeah, this is a great second system if you already have a Switch. I'd say in a right. family. So yeah, that's the big news. Let's move on to some of this lesser news, but it's also still uh, interesting to us. So uh, we finally got a, a release date for in the U.S. for Layton's Mystery Journey, Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy Deluxe Edition, which is quite the title. But this is uh, the next game in the Layton series, so I thought, and I'm very excited that it is coming to the U.S. finally on the Switch. It's coming out on November 8th, so uh, the same day as that Pokemon uh, Nintendo Switch Lite. Uh, I'm excited about picking this up, potentially. We finally get a Professor Layton game on the Switch. I'm very excited. I never got to play this on the 3DS, so we'll definitely be giving it a try, and uh, we'll see what it's all about. Yeah. Another news item I saw for a game that me and you were pretty into for a while, but I think we've kind of fallen off of, but uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is getting an event with Hello Kitty on July 11th. So uh, you're going to be able to collect different Hello Kitty-themed items uh, in this event. And I don't know. I may have to check this out. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm all back in on Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. It seems like Hello Kitty has been in some of the pre- Hello Kitty things have been in some of the previous Animal Crossings, especially in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think there was even maybe some, what was it, some Amiibo cards? Some Amiibo cards, right. So uh, I think this is just them continuing that partnership. Uh, hopefully some I hope some stuff like this uh, we've had some cool events in pocket camp I remember I really liked the splatoon event and I'm really hoping that some of these type of events also come to uh, the the switch animal crossing oh that would be awesome yeah, yeah. Uh, another item here that I thought was kind of cool. It's not exactly Nintendo related, but in a way it is. It's uh, Cuphead. They're they're getting their own animated show on Netflix. I thought this is really neat as the whole game looks like a cartoon. So to me, it makes a lot of sense. Also starring Mugman. Yeah, also <laughs> starring Mugman. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I was I was kind of surprised, kind of not surprised to be honest. Uh, I, I think it'd be perfect for a cartoon, like you were saying. Uh, I, I did see. I think it was uh, maybe an IGN that was talking about. It. They said it, they wouldn't all be hand drawn because that would take too long so oh, it, it yeah. will be uh, Interesting. Uh, on a computer and everything huh. animation well you know I was really hoping it would be hand drawn but I'm sure it's just they don't really do that anymore yeah so. they, they really don't but it's still going to have that 30s cartoony aspect to it So very cool I'm looking forward to checking this out as far as I can tell there's no release date yet just that it's coming awesome um, and then we also, we got a little, I don't know what you called it. It wasn't a Pokemon Direct, but it was a, just a, a short Pokemon Sword and Shield video uh, last week. And uh, they revealed some new things about the game. So I thought we'd run through some of the highlights uh, from that video. So we got, uh, we got, our, we got a look at two new uh, gym leaders in this video. Um, I think her name is B. I'm not exactly sure how you say that. It's B-E-A, and she's a fighting-type gym leader. And we also got to look at Alistair, who is a ghost-type uh, gym leader, and he's kind of creepy looking. <laughs> he's creepy. I'm glad you're getting the uh, Pokemon Shield because these are exclusive to uh, yes. each version. That's another thing. I believe... 
I could be wrong, but I believe this is the first time we're getting uh, uh, game-specific gym leaders. So uh, yeah. B is exclusive to Pokemon Sword, and Alistair is exclusive to Pokemon Shield. I, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, I, I've never heard of anything like that happening. Uh, I don't know if this will be the only ones like that, or if there may be you know two or three or four that are like this. But uh, I thought that I, I'm kind of into that though. I I like that. I like there being uh, more differences between the two games because there's a lot of people that like to play both and so it's always nice for there to be more variety there and for and for those that usually don't play both hopefully a few uh things like this could uh, maybe even sell another copy of the game to them that's pretty smart of nintendo there. exactly <laughs> um so uh we also uh, learned about a new thing called um we've we already found out about the dynamax which is the art you know these pokemon that can get really large in different uh in, in gym battles and stuff but now Gigantamaxing was revealed, and I really wasn't expecting this either. <laughs> um, it looks like only certain species of Pokemon can Gigantamax, uh, so not, not all the Pokemon can. I believe all the Pokemon can Dynamax, but not all of them can do this Gigantamaxing. And uh, even among those species, only rare specimens will be able to Gigantamax. So even, say, if uh, a certain Pokemon can Gigantamax, it sounds like not just anyone you catch will. It's only certain ones. It's a little confusing, but that's what it sounds like to me. Um, it says the majority will keep their usual appearance when they Dynamax. Um, now, it says Gigantamax Pokemon become bigger, and just like normal Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing boosts the power of the Pokemon. It also allows each Gigantamax Gigantamax Pokemon to use a unique move known as a G-Max move. So this sounds a whole lot like the, uh, what did they call this in some of the other games where the Pokemon got, got really big, uh, certain ones like uh, Charizard and Blastoise. I'm trying to remember what they called it, but it, it reminds me some something like that where just certain ones of these Pokemon can do it and they kind of take on a new form. So uh, I think this is very interesting. Very confusing. <laughs> yeah, it, it, showed, uh, it showed some of the new Pokemon when they Gigantamax. I mean, they take a whole new form on, almost like another evolution. So. Oh, wow. Um, this this looks very interesting. Yeah, very cool. I'm very excited for the game. Um, they also said that if you if you purchase the double pack the uh, at retail with uh, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield together, that you will get some Dynamax crystals, which allow you to catch some special Pokemon that can Gigantamax. And it says that these are Pokemon that normally you would not be able to get until much later in the game. It sounds like you'll be able to get them right away. So I was excited about that as someone who's buying the double pack. Yes, same here. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so anyway, there, there's some crazy stuff going on with Pokemon Sword and Shield. It sounds like there's a lot of new stuff coming to this game, but I'm 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 in for it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really ready for the game. Uh, all this new new stuff's getting getting me excited for it and everything. Uh, I'm still not totally sure how I feel about the Dynamax and the Gigantamaxing, but uh, we'll we'll see when it when yeah, it comes out. Yeah, we'll see exactly. Uh, man, that's going to kind of do it for uh, the news that I have here for today. Um, let's go ahead and move on over to uh, recent releases and new releases. So the notable games I could I, I could find was um, we got uh, Stranger Things 3, the game, on July 4th. I think that came out the same day as uh, Stranger Things Season 3. So I know a lot of people are into that, and uh, so I thought we'd mention that. Also, Dragon Quest Builders 2 is coming out on July 12th. And uh, I know a lot of people are into that game as well. So that was another big game I saw. And then, to me, the biggest game of them all for the next week is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 The Black Order is coming out July 19th. And that's the one we're most excited about. Yes, for sure. I'm very excited to play as Spider-Man and Wolverine and get the team back together. It's been a long time since uh, Ultimate Alliance 2. 
Agreed. So that's going to kind of be it for all the, the big releases coming. Uh, we got a bunch more coming, though, after that. So looking forward to that. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to have another uh, we're, we're going to go back to our look back segment. And Chad has a game for us this week. Brandon, we're going to continue our uh, look back segment here, and I, I've picked out a game that I have loved ever since I can remember the first time that I played it, and that is Goof Troop on the Super, Super Nintendo. Oh, awesome, man. I, I, this is a game I played a little bit as a kid, and I'm, but I don't know a whole lot about it. I'm very anxious to hear what you have for us. Right, so I spent the majority of my time playing this game at a friend's house. I never owned it till I was in my teens, uh, but I loved it so much that it was one of the first games that I bought when I got me a Super Nintendo. Oh, so awesome. We've, we've mentioned it a few times on the show, so I just wanted to let everyone know why it's such a great game and why we love it so much. Perfect. Uh, so most of the information comes from Wikipedia and what I can remember from the game. Uh, something I, that I found interesting is uh, it was released in North America in on July 11th, 1993, but it released in Japan July 22nd of 1994. Uh, wow, that's very odd. It's that, usually the other way around. It really is. Uh, so if Wikipedia is right about that, it, it was almost a year later that Japan got this, which is, if anything, it's a year later before we get anything from Japan. Oh, yeah. Wow, so I did not know that. I thought that was very, very odd, but pretty interesting. Uh, it was published by Capcom, and Capcom has published a lot of these older Disney games. I believe they, oh, yeah. I believe they did the DuckTales on the NES, Aladdin, uh, just a lot of different games, maybe even Tailspin and such. Yep, they sure did. And a Japanese company, which again, just it's very weird that it came here first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was based on the TV series. There was a Goof Troop TV series. And oh, it, yeah. It is incredible if you've ever watched it. I love it. You know what we're talking about. It's and it even, it even uh, made some spinoff movies, uh, an extremely goofy movie, and I think just a regular goofy movie also. Both classics, in my opinion. One of the best animated films ever, an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> I love it. So uh, pretty much you play as Goofy and his son Max as they try to rescue their friends Pete and PJ who have been captured by pirates who think Pete is their captain, Keelhaw Pete. So in uh, most of the games, especially starring Mickey Mouse, Pete is always the bad guy. Right. But uh, in the TV show and on this game, Pete and his son PJ are Goofy and Max's maybe even neighbors slash friends and Oh, everything. yeah, definitely. So uh, I guess there's different versions of Pete since Keelhaw Pete is the bad guy. <laughs> Uh, it is a multiplayer, and this is where this game shines. Uh, if you play as uh, one single player, you play as Goofy, and, but if you play as multiplayer, you'll play as Goofy and Max. And I always got to play Max because I never owned the game <laughs> while I was playing co-op. But uh, this is definitely where the game shines. You can play it through it single player, but I would very strongly recommend playing it multiplayer. Yeah, I remember that's the only way I ever played this game was co-op. Like Just like you, I never owned this game even though I had a Super Nintendo. I played it with a friend of mine, and uh, they're just there's not a ton of... you know That's pretty common these days to have co-op in games, but it was very uncommon back then. There wasn't a whole lot of games like that, and I just remember loving playing this cooperatively. I really did enjoy it. Right, it's, it's a great game. It, uh, it only has five levels with a boss fight at the end of each level. So hmm. it's, if, you're, if you're fast at it, when I, when I played it, I was very young, so it took me forever to get through the levels. Oh, but, I remember uh, it taking me forever too, yeah. If, if, you're, if you're quick at solving the puzzles and everything, you, you can move through this game very fast. Really? Uh, it, huh, it interesting. It doesn't take very long. Uh, passwords can be used uh, to skip ahead to different levels. After you defeat a boss, you'll, it'll go to the, the ending scene and you'll get a password with just some of the items, and you can enter that in just to skip that level entirely next time. Cool. 
Cool, cool. Uh, it has great music at first, but uh, it, it just starts over and over and over. It gets very repetitive. Not a lot of variety. Especially if you're stuck on that level for a while. Yeah, it, it, it's very cool at first, but it, it, it gets old fast. <laughs> Uh, there's no punching allowed. The way you fight is you use items to defeat other enemies. So you can pick up a barrel and throw it at them. Uh, that's pretty much the only way. They have little items that you can use to shove enemies into the water and everything. But if you run into them, you will get hurt. <laughs> very Disney. So, uh, very Disney with no no punching allowed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they, there are some pretty cool items. They have a, Some of my favorite items are the bale, the grappling hook, and the shovel. When I'd play co-op with my cousin, uh, we would race to get the grappling hook. Whoever oh, could get yeah. the first. We always <laughs> called it the gun. We didn't know it was a grappling hook back then. Yeah. But uh, you can use that to hit the enemies into the water and everything. And the bale mm. is just the troll move. You can just sit there ringing and the enemies will come at you. But if no enemies are on the screen, you can just ring it the whole time while the other one is doing all the work. Sounds great. So it is very, very annoying if you're not the one ringing it. And uh, the fi- and my other favorite item is a shovel. You can use this to dig up items in the ground, oh, such cool. as extra yeah. lives and e- extra health. Uh, Goofy can defeat enemies with one hit, while Max, it takes two. So you can throw two barrels if you're Max to defeat the enemy. Goofy only one. But my- Max is twice as fast as Goofy, so he can get to the item or to the next level of the stage twice as fast as Goofy can. So very oh, slow. Okay. I didn't remember that. I always like it when uh, these co-op games have some variety between the two different characters, and they're not just the exact same. So that- that's kind of cool. Right, yeah. Max is way younger than Goofy, just bursting with energy. He's just ready to move. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, the game has lots of puzzle sl- solving, uh, usually by sliding blocks into certain places. These are usually always pretty simple, except the last level. I remember it took me oh, probably an hour to figure it out. It was just oh, yeah. so tough, but when I figured it out, it was so I felt very accomplished. And, fun- and uh, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, this game it, it kind of um, the the way the way you the way it looks it's kind of almost like a like a Zelda Link to the Past like it's kind of a top, top down, down isn't it right yes yeah, it seems like most Disney games back then were always side scrollers so that, that's another thing to me that seems unique about it to me right yeah that, that's a good point yeah, yeah most most of the other ones like Aladdin everything just side scrolling games yeah so, yeah and th- those top down games those those are the to me some of the best ones for like puzzles and stuff like that so uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a pretty a pretty unique game. Glad glad you brought that up, right? And uh, finally, Goof Troop is featured in issue number fifty one of Nintendo Power. Oh wow, so, I'd love to get my hands on that. <laughs> so so would I. I'd love to see what they say about Probably the game. Probably some good tips and tricks in there. Yeah. So it, it, overall, it is a it is a super fun game. If you're if you're a little older, I think it would be fairly easy now. But yeah, uh, it's but it's enjoyable. Very sure. very enjoyable. And they, I've even heard that Stranger Things three takes a chapter out of Goof Troop to oh, and, wow. and kind of some of the gameplay is based on that. Neat. I'll have to check that out. So uh, I'm very interested to yeah, you know, I, I I believe I'm pretty sure I own this game now, but I, I really I don't think I've played it since I was a kid. So I, I'd love to to put this into my Super Nintendo and try it out again. And if I'm not mistaken, that's what you would have to do to play this, right? I don't think it's ever been re-released. I don't I don't think it's ever been re-released yeah. on uh, 3DS or anything like that. That's one of the sad things about these licensed games from back in that era is you know now Capcom doesn't have the Disney license anymore, exactly. so it'd be a lot of trouble for them to get this game re-released, yeah. and that's a real shame because I think this is a game. 
game that anyone of this, a fan of this style of stuff would like to play. Right, and I haven't played a lot of the other Disney games, but uh, I, I would really like to because they made some quality games back then. Yeah, Capcom did really good with the Disney license. I'd say the best probably anyone's ever done. Yeah, so. I agree with you there. That's about all I had on this look back segment. I hope it was informative and uh, hope to get somebody out there to, to try Goof Troop and see if they love it as much as I do. Oh, definitely. No, you've definitely got me excited to play it again. And man, thanks so much for coming up with all this stuff. You know, I did have fond memories, but they were very hazy of this game. And now I feel like I kind of know a little bit more what it was about. I'd love to play it with you sometime. Oh, definitely. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take the hook shot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for this look back segment. And we're going to take another quick break. And when we return, we'll get to our main topic, Super Mario Maker 2. It's finally here. It's time to talk about Super Mario Maker 2. I'm very excited about this. I've been playing a ton of the game, and uh, let's, let's just dive right into it. Yeah, no, I've been playing a ton of it as well, and I'll be honest, I've been playing more of it than I thought I would. I, I wasn't, I wasn't exactly sure how sold I was on this game, but I mean, I'm really enjoying it. So yeah, this is this is my first Mario Maker game to really get into, and uh, yeah, I, I I didn't think this game was going to hold much at all for me, but I have been enjoying it a lot more than I than I thought I would. Definitely. So I'm very, ex- I'm more excited than I thought I would be to kind of discuss it with you. So I thought we'd just kind of we'll try to hit all the main parts of the game and our experiences with them so far. Okay. So let's start off with story mode. That, that to me was one of the big additions to, uh, to this Mario Maker 2. We haven't really had much of a story mode in, in either the Wii U or the 3DS versions of this game. So I was very excited about this. Yeah, I think this was one of the biggest things that they added to it. Uh, it's, it's really it's really kind of a funny thing. The, it is. The castles, look, Princess Peach's castle is looking all shiny. Look like they just got through rebuilding it. And a little dog just destroys all the work. Yes, the undo dog. The undo dog, which you told me is from uh, Mario Paint, I believe. I'm pretty sure it is. Gotcha. Okay, it's been a long time since I played that game, so I did not remember him. But uh, yeah, it destroys the whole castle, so uh, the story mode is you as Mario trying to repair the castle, get enough coins to pay the toads to do the work. Yeah, this is really neat. I really like how they did this. You know, you've got a little toad, and he's got different jobs for you, and each job is basically a level made with the creator mode in this game by Nintendo. So these are really very well polished and very, I think, clever levels that they've included. And uh, each level you you uh, you take on is usually, it, it could be uh, four levels of difficulty, one star through four stars. One star is the easiest, but gets you the least amount of coins when you complete it. Four stars is the hardest, but gives you the most amount of coins. And you're constantly having to earn coins so you can upgrade and build the castle, and then, then you're back down to hardly any coins again, so you gotta go earn more. And it's just a lot of fun, the kind of back and forth. Thing. Yeah, I, I uh, never got tired of it either. I never no, got tired of me going. Either. The, the toads have funny names. The taskmaster is the one who yes. gives out these jaws, and I, I was always just really excited to play each and every level. Uh, I think by the time I got the story mode completed, uh, I was only in the 70s, 60s or 70s. Yeah. Uh, so. And that, that's one thing definitely to mention. And I wasn't sure about 
this going in, but uh, there are, you you can complete the story mode, which we actually have both done, I believe. Right. But you you can do that without having beat all of the levels that are in this mode. There that that they I think they did that so if somebody has trouble beating four or three star levels, they can just it will take them longer, but they can just play more and more two and one star levels, and they can still beat it. Exactly. So uh, I, even though we beat the story mode, I'm definitely not done with it, and I don't think you probably are either. I want to try out all these levels, and I think there's maybe a little over 100 is what I've heard. That's what I think, yeah. Uh, I think I'm on like 60-somethings. So, yeah, I'm, I'm writing 60-70s. Uh, I'm, I'm, I really like – some of these levels are very ingenious. Some of them are also are very annoying, I'll have to say. <laughs> there was one, I think it – I want to say it's level 15, but basically it was uh, you can't – your feet can't leave the ground. And that one gave me fits. That one, that one was rough. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like it Everything at all. up until then to me had been just a complete breeze and cakewalk. I'm like, I've got this. And then I get to that level and I mean, I struggled. <laughs> one of my favorites was uh, you're in a dry bone shale and there's lava or oh, po- yeah. poison and you couldn't get out of the, the shale. I had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, I also like some of them that had uh, the Koopa car in them. I really like the Koopa car. I love that. the Koopa car. They did some yes. pretty good uh, courses with him in it. So. Yeah, it took a long time for me to find that level. I was just waiting to drive that car. Yeah. But every time it was a car, it was the clown car. So the uh, Bow- oh, yeah. Bowser Jr. Th- that one's Bowser. fun to do, too. It yeah. is, yeah. So, yeah, there were some really good levels. Like I said, uh, I, we both beat the story mode. I actually just beat it right the day before we were recording. I, I was just trying to get through it so I could uh, definitely talk about it a little more with a little more authority but um, I'm very very excited to keep playing the rest of these levels yes yeah, um, and I think this was a huge addition to this game it's definitely what I've spent most of my hours so far in is the story mode for sure so if uh, if you're into that kind of thing this is to me the story mode is is well worth it um, what would you say how long do you think it took you to complete and my guess would be it took me about five or six hours I would my guess yeah I would say I, I did there's a lot of uh, little strange little characters hanging out around the castle too and I completed yes. all their jobs as well oh, okay awesome so you I some, haven't really ventured around too much so I'll have to check that out they, they'll give you some extra little items here and there okay so. cool Awesome. You do. I won't spoil it, but you do get a few rewards as well for completing the story mode. Yes, you do. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, let's go ahead and talk about some of. So some of the rewards you get are actually you set up uh, your when you when you start the game you set up your little uh, your profile and it, it can be your me. And uh, the thing I like about it, it's not just your standard. Well, it is just your standard me, but that's how it starts. Then you can add all kinds of clothing and items to your character to kind of make them a little more unique. And there's a bunch of these items, and they're all locked at the start. You had to figure out how to unlock them. Right, exactly. Uh, but and, uh, there's some there's some pretty cool stuff that you can unlock and, and put on your care. You're on your me. So right, and uh, some of these things can be unlocked through the story mode. Some of these exactly. they'll give you these items that you can put on your uh, me. And then uh, a lot of the other, some of them are still a mystery to me. I don't know how oh, to unlock. Me too. Them. I haven't <laughs> unlocked a whole lot, but it's it's neat too because you can see uh, every everybody, every creator, uh, everybody that plays this game has a profile, and you can see their me next to their name. And it's if that me's wearing a funny hat, it's it's in the profile and also if you're playing multiplayer when it shows who you're playing you see everybody in their outfit so it's it's pretty it's pretty neat how often they show that me character i, I thought that was a pretty neat addition yeah it really makes game. you want to try to get those items for exactly sure. mm-hmm. 
Um, so the next thing I thought we'd talk about is Course World, and this is kind of this is the main hub you'd go to to just try out everyone else's creation. So there's a lot of people making levels for this game, and uh, so I thought we'd talk about Course World. This is where you can you can kind of sort by new. You can just play courses that that are brand new and no one's played yet. You can be the first one to play someone's course. Uh, you can search by most popular, uh, and I think there's something else as well. And then if, you know as you are playing these levels if you find a creator you really like or if you see someone online post their creator code you can all there's also a tab to look at uh, all your all the people that you're following all the creators you're following you can look at their levels um, so I've been really enjoying going through that and plans I've, I've got a few creators I'm following and it's fun to go in there and see if they've made anything new and to try it out right there exactly yeah I, I can find your profile and look at courses that you have liked or have played yeah that's really neat and I really like that it lets yeah. me know hey I, maybe I, I'll like this one too yeah exactly if you've got a, several friends you're following and it seems like they all like they like this one creator quite a bit well then you can discover someone that may be pretty good at building levels yourself so it's pretty cool if you're one of the first to play a level Level, and if you can complete it, it'll always show your little, uh, your me character first, uh, or yes. completed first by this creator here. Yes. So, and I know, and, I, and I'm planning now that I've completed the story mode, I'm planning on actually trying to do some of the, some of the new courses because I've heard, you know, there's people making courses and I think so many people are uploading it, it's kind of backlogged and some people are saying that they'll make a course and it won't get any place for a few days. So oh, wow. a lot of people are suggesting, hey, go in there and just play, go to the new tab and just try some stuff out because you know it's really nice if you make a level to see that someone's played it so right for uh, sure. i'm definitely planning on getting more into that tab as well there's also a uh, world record box and i hold one world record right oh, now. oh very so. nice i don't think i'm anywhere close to any world record so, so. It, it was it was a friend of mine and i rushed to his courses after i played it five or six times and was able to get a world record finally oh so. cool yeah <laughs> worth it <laughs> yeah so uh I, I don't think this is perfect i mean i, I really think there should you know you, whoever's on your friends list that has this game you should automatically be able to see their stuff unfortunately you have to get their nine digit maker id and enter it in so where you can even follow them or find them and i to me that's a little silly but and you know i've done that for for the for a friend of mine uh that 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 is making courses but it's just it's an extra step i don't think you should have to take with your friends right yeah i, I don't think so either i don't like those uh maker ids like that yeah uh, another new, um, is there anything else you wanted to say about the course world? No, I think we covered about everything. Yeah, no, I, I think so too. Oh, I guess real quick, there's also, uh, I think it's called course bot in course world. And this is where, uh, you can, uh, actually, if you find a level you like, or if you have some levels you want to play, maybe in a car or something on a road trip, you can download any levels from course world into course bot and you can play them offline. So right. I think that's pretty neat. And they download very, very quickly. So it's a very quick process. Um, so that, that's neat as well. Uh, that was in uh, Mario Maker on the Wii U, if I'm not mistaken. But that's nice to have as well, especially if, if you maybe play a lot of Mario Maker on your commute or something where you don't have internet. For sure. Um, so the next big, uh, to me, the next big thing with this game is multiplayer. That's all new from Mario Maker 2. Oh, yeah. You've got co-op and you've got versus modes in multiplayer, and it's both local and online. Um, I have not got a chance to play any local multiplayer. Uh, have you? Can you speak to that? Yes, I have, uh, me and my wife. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. We, we have uh, been playing a little bit of local. I, I really wanted to try it out. She agreed to play with me, so it worked cool, out perfectly. Cool. What, what you have to do is you uh, go online, find the course 
you want to play, make sure it is multiplayer. Then, like you were saying earlier, download it through that through that course bot, and then you you have to download it. It was really odd. And then there's a little section that has three or four little heads over here in the corner, and click on that to play as multiplayer. Wow! So they do not make this easy. It at is all. not easy at all. Wow. That's the only way I've been able to figure out to play multiplayer. Uh, it doesn't look like you can just play it right from online. You have to download the course first. Wow! That, see, that's kind of a bummer. So it, we yeah. we go and just pick out three or four courses we want to try, play through those, then go back and find three or four more. And just, it, it was quite the process. It got pretty aggravating, but we, we got through it, and uh, it, they are very fun local, though. Is it? Huh, multiplayer, very yeah. fun. Yes. That's neat. I definitely want to try that out with you uh, sometime. Yeah, for I sure. would love to, yeah. Uh, of course, we've also got online, and uh, that's where things kind of take a downward turn, at least for at least in my experience so far. Uh, these levels, I think they would be a lot of fun. I, I'm really into the idea of this online uh, versus mode and co-op mode where you're racing against three other strangers and trying to get to the to the end goal first. I'm all about that, but man, so much of it has been laggy for me so far. Same, same here, yeah. They, it just whenever you jump, you can just see yourself just falling very slowly. It's just it's yeah. su- super annoying. Yeah, and I think we've kind of discussed with each other. Some some of them are, are the lag is is minimal, and you know it doesn't bother you too much. I mean, you can kind of adjust to it. And like, okay, I can do this. Some of it's just unbearable, just unplayable, just so slow. Yeah, I, and uh, I've had to quit out of a couple of courses just because it was just so slow. Just, you couldn't do anything. Right. Yeah, you so. were telling me about some of yours. Mine haven't been quite that slow. I've only pl- played a few though. Yeah. Uh, um, so th- to me, this would be awesome. I would play this all the time if they could, you know, cut down on the lag. So uh, is there is it pretty much versus only, or can you? Is I, there? I think there's co-op as well. I've only tried the versus. I have as well, uh, yeah. but I believe the co-op is there as well. I believe. I would like to give that um, a try too. One other downside to me is that, um, you know, like you kind of mentioned how in the local multiplayer you had to go through and find courses to play and download them. It's kind of the opposite so far to me in the online where you don't get a choice to pick at all it's just a random stage and i mean you're kind of at the mercy of whoever created the stage there's a lot of good creators out there and i've played a lot of fun stages there's also been some terrible ones right and it's just like kind of a bummer when you have no say in what course you're going to play but that's that's how it's set up exactly and of course you can only play right now with strangers you can't even play this with a friend I, it'd be fun to jump in with you sometime and try this and i think that's coming later but right now it's just three strangers so. kind of bare bones yeah <laughs> pretty pretty bare bones so I, I think this is a very promising uh feature of this game a very promising mode but I, I wouldn't buy the game specifically for for multiplayer i really wouldn't local or online right now to me it's just it's kind of half-baked as it is right now right yeah uh, as far as the uh playing quality Cooperatively and everything, uh, it was really nice being in the same room with the uh, the player two. That way, you could talk and figure out how to figure out the uh, puzzle together. I don't yeah. see how that would hardly work online. If you're trying to figure out a puzzle and need to be oh, yeah. doing stuff, if the other person is maybe a, a child or something, it would be very aggravating. Or just a troll. Or just a troll. Yes, <laughs> it'd be very aggravating to try and be trying to figure out this puzzle and not being able to talk to each other. Yeah, I agree. So I, I think there's definitely room. There's definitely a there's definitely definitely a chance that this ends up being a great mode but right now it's just you're kind of at the mercy of of the lag and and of complete strangers so i i just wouldn't recommend buying it specifically for the multiplayer to me it's it's a nice extra but not worth the price alone right um 
So of course this uh, this uh, this game has several styles that the courses can be in. So you've got your classic Mario Brothers one style. You've got your Mario Brothers three style. Your um, Mario uh, Super Mario World style from the Super Nintendo, and your new Super Mario Brothers style. And then new for Mario Maker two, there's the Mario 3D World style. So uh, a question for you. I mean, I like all these styles in their own way, but do you have you do you have a favorite style so far so playing not, through courses? When I was playing through the story mode. It just takes you through all of these different styles. Oh, yeah, styles. you get a mix of so, everything so you, in story modes. That's neat, too. Yeah, you get to try out everything. And uh, the ones that I enjoyed the most, I couldn't believe it. It was actually the uh, new Super Mario Brothers series. New Super Mario Brothers, yeah. yeah I, I, re I really loved ev pretty much every level I played during that, but I, I really that was probably my favorite overall. Yeah. No, I can see that. For, for whatever reason, at least the ones made by Nintendo, uh, I enjoyed the new Super Mario Brothers courses that... And this game, then, like, even, like, new Super Mario Brothers U courses, to oh, me, yeah. they were a lot more clever and Same. shorter, not so long. So, yeah, I could see that. Uh, my personal favorite is the Super Mario World. I, I, that's just my favorite side-scrolling Mario game, so it makes sense that it's my favorite. I just, I love the music and the look of it, but it's just because that's what I grew up with. So right. It just holds a special place in my heart. And I love Super Mario World, and that was be my next choice. They're, yeah. they're, it's right up there um, with it. I will say the, the, Mar the Super Mario 3D World style, was not my favorite, but I do really like it. It is neat. It's a cool. I, idea. I was afraid it was going to be too similar to the new Super Mario Brothers, but it, it has its own unique feel for sure, and of course a lot of unique items. Right. Um, so I really like that. I like all the clear pipes and stuff. It, they they did some neat. So people have done some pretty neat stuff with that style. They so. have. Yes. Um, so next thing I thought we'd talk about is maybe some of our favorite creators so far. Now we're we're pretty new into this, and like we said, we've we've spent the majority of our time in the story mode, so we haven't seen as many creators as we'd probably like to. Um, and of course, you can't go wrong, I'm sure, by just going to the most popular creators and looking at their courses. But a few of our favorites, uh, I thought we'd go over. Uh, one of mine that I really like, I loved him on the Super Mario Maker on the Wii U, is uh, Chris Slate from the Nintendo Power podcast. And I mean, he's a Nintendo employee, but this is this is kind of his game series right here. This is one he spends a lot of time on, and he's got several courses up right now, and they are excellent courses. He does really good, really I, good work. I've gotten to try out a few of them. They they are tough though. Some of they them. are. Yeah, these are not easy courses. But I'm just in awe and of the detail and on all the thought he put into them. They're very nice. There's one of them called NES Tour, and it, yes. it takes you through a lot of NES games that he's created. And it took me time after time, but I finally was able to complete it. Me too. And uh, I really, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's what you'll find a lot. And there's some there are some uh, stages you'll play that, are, like I said, these are very hard that he makes. These are definitely not for like a child to play through. But uh, there was something about his that made me want to keep trying, you know, just because I wanted to see what was next or or whatever. I always felt like I was right on the brink of of getting to the next part. Some of these courses are just ridiculous, though, that other people are making. They're just hard to the point of being no fun at all. And I don't think I wouldn't count him as in that category at all no his are definitely so. doable they're just difficult right exactly yeah uh, another uh, one I want to talk about is is a friend of the show Cooper Cosmic um, he's from the Cooper Cosmic channel on YouTube it's a, a Nintendo themed show I think he does a really good job and uh, I'll have to say it for him he's got a pretty good knack for creating courses in my opinion you know I, I've messed around a little bit on the course creator and 
I, I just don't have any idea what I want to create, and it just takes me forever, and I get frustrated and just back out and quit. But he, he sticks with it, and uh, I've, I've talked to him a little bit about it, seeing if he can give me some tips and everything. But he, he really has a knack for it. He, he's very good at what he does. Yes, definitely. Um, the first level he made, I mean, it, I about broke my controller. It was so difficult, uh, but I, I made it through it because I, I, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna, uh, you know, bow out to him. No, uh, it's definitely gonna here. beat his level. But uh, he made another level after that that was a little more relaxed. And I really did enjoy both levels, though. They were both very well done. Yeah, I don't know if I enjoyed this first one. It was, yeah. it was brutal. <laughs> I enjoyed it when it was over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, his second one, it was excellent. I can't wait to see what he what he does in the future. Yeah, and for him and all those other creators we'll talk about, I'll make sure and put their uh, uh, maker IDs in the in the show notes so you can you know look them up and, and give them a follow if you want to try out their courses. And also check out our Facebook. I've included a few of the uh, right. cor- course creator IDs, just one. One from Cooper Cosmic, one from Chris Slate, and some others. Yeah, so we'll we'll put this up wherever you know you find the show or wherever you follow us, so you can you can follow along. Uh, there's another creator that I really wanted to mention, just because this to me he's a pretty pretty unique what he's done. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, right now in Super Mario Maker 2, uh, you can create up to 32 courses, which uh, for someone like me who's terrible uh, creating and, and scared to even do anything with it would be more than I would ever use. But for some of these prolific creators, it's not a whole lot uh, but uh, this guy his name is third bunny and we'll put his maker ID in the in the uh, show notes as well he um, he he was a pretty big creator on the original Super Mario maker and he made basically and then you could if you uh, if you got enough like likes and stars and stuff on your levels and that you could actually get to where you could uh, upload a hundred courses and I'm hoping they do something like that in this game as well but he made basically an entire Mario game out of levels so these levels there's like four levels to a world and there's like you know six or seven worlds with boss fights at the end of each world and so i mean he 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 does really good work and uh he's he's made uh he's basically taken the best stages from that and also i think 16 brand new stages he's made and he's basically made a game called super mario maker world remix and uh, this is 32 stages. You can go in there and you can play them all. You can download them all and you can play them in order. And it's it's basically like its own little miniature Mario game. And I haven't gotten real far, but they, these are really good stages. And it really reminds me of a Mario game. So I thought I'd mention that because I thought that was pretty unique what he was doing. Yeah, that's very neat. I, this is the first I've heard about it. But uh, yeah, that's, that's very cool. I've never heard of anybody doing that before. And, uh, yeah, yeah I'm and, gonna have and, to the, and the stages I've played so far, that you know, they're, they're I'd say middle of the road as far as difficulty. They're not super easy. They're not super hard. But he puts things in like, uh, you know, four or five red coins you've got to collect. And if you collect those, you can get a key that opens like a secret room right before the exit. So, you know, if you want the challenge of finding all the coins you can, or if not, you can just go on and beat the level. So I thought, I thought it, so far what he's done, what I've played of his has been really, really good. So I'm definitely looking forward to trying to play through the whole thing and uh, I think that's just so neat how many unique creators and unique ideas you see uh, in a game like this where literally anyone can make a level there's there's a lot of creative people out there and it's neat to see uh, what they come up with exactly uh, 
Next, I thought we'd talk about the other big mode, and but there's not really a whole lot to say for me and you, and that's the create <laughs> mode. Um, it's there, but we, neither of us, I don't think, have created a level yet. So uh, we're still working on things. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to make a Kribo shoe level or something. We definitely cool. will, and we'll share it. Uh, we'll share it with uh, with our listeners. But uh, it's, it may be a while because I'm I'm pretty petrified by the create yeah. mode. Uh, <laughs> I just don't even really know where to start. I'm not a very creative person. So. Same here. But I'm uh, definitely looking forward to it, and I, I do like that. It seems like most of the items are unlocked from the very start. And uh, Mario Maker on the Wii U had to unlock everything. And oh, really? That's no fun if you just want to jump right in and create a level. So oh, yeah. I thought that was a big uh, upgrade in this game. Um, now, just because me and you haven't created anything, seems like we're, we're in the minority. Uh, we just heard from Nintendo a couple of days ago that uh, 2 million courses have already been uploaded to this game. So there's something there for everyone. You can never play through them all. Oh, that, that is crazy. I can't believe it. It seems like this game just came out, but I best guess it's been a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Uh, two, 2 million courses, that's insane. I'm really feeling like this game's going to be pretty huge this year, so uh, I'm really, really interested to see uh, what all what all happens with this game and how many courses it gets up to eventually. Oh yeah. Um, so uh, kind of wrapping up here, I was wondering, you know, are there any things we'd like to see uh, in an update to this game or as DLC? Um, because I know the original Super Mario Maker had a lot of updates. They added a lot of things. Um, we actually went over some of those when we were going over the Mario Maker series in a previous episode. So uh, I had a few things listed here. You may have some things to add. Um, I know one thing we both talked about before is it would be really nice if they would add some Nintendo Switch online app functionality to this game. Um, just something on there, you know, kind of like they have for Splatoon 2 and Smash where, you know, you could maybe search for levels or, or download levels to your system when you're away from your Switch, something like that. I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that would be that'd be perfect. I, I really don't even use the Smash Brothers app any, anymore. In Splatoon, I've just kind of fell off it. But since I'm into Mario Maker, I'd, lo- I'd love for that to ha- happen. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be awesome if, you know, maybe you're online and someone shares a, a level ID or a Maker ID, if you could just click on that and it'd take you to the app and it'd be, you could just save it to your system where you didn't have to just I, I'm taking like screenshots of my phone and then typing them in when I get home and it's just it's not really great adding in course IDs and maker IDs right now so something like this could really make it a lot easier in my right, opinion right yeah that's a great idea um, of course, one thing we know is coming in an update is online play with friends. But I'm, I'm really hoping that not just that, but I'm hoping that online play gets better, or it won't even be able to. It won't even be fun to play with friends. So, same. I'm hoping they get the online ironed out a little bit. And then uh, another thing I'm hoping, and I, I don't think this would probably come just in an update, but probably would be DLC. But I'd, I'd love to see another style or two come to this game. Um, I'd love to see. Uh, Mario Brothers 2 style. I mean, that's very unique compared to other Mario games. I think that'd be really neat. How about uh, Mario Land 6 Golden Coins? <laughs> that's yeah. what I was going to say. A Game Boy Mario game Mario uh, theme would be awesome. Just imagine how, how neat that would be. If you look on there, there's, there is a spot for something else. There definitely is. So I think something's coming. Right. But I don't know what it'll be. Maybe even like a Yoshi's Island or something uh, theme would be really neat. That but, would be cool. Uh, I don't know. I'm very excited to see what they may do as far as an extra uh, style. Um, also, I don't know how much something like that would cost. I mean, I, I, you would hope it wouldn't be too expensive, but uh, I, I'd probably buy it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> so, Same here. Uh, 
And then one thing, I don't know if it, I, I doubt it's likely at all, but I'd love for Amiibo support to return to this game. That, that's the big one for me. I, I, would, I, I was looking at some uh, footage of the original Super Mario Maker and just seeing all of the uh, little Amiibo characters and everything just oh, lined yeah. up. Yeah. I, I would love to have that on I Super mean, Mario Maker I mean, going back too. to one of those creators we mentioned, Chris Slate, he made a similar uh, stage on the Mario Maker on the Wii U and of you know basically going through a bunch of NES games. But in that case, you played as whatever character was from that game with the amiibo support and so in the metroid level you were playing as samus and in the donkey kong level you were playing as donkey kong and it was just so cool how he did it and he's not able to do that now because all those all those little uh characters are gone in this version so i would love for them to add that back in there are a lot of amiibo now though i will say that (laughs) that's true so is there anything else you can think of that you'd kind of like them to add or or change to this game that make it a little more appealing to you not not right now the online play is definitely the big one yeah i agree um so uh yeah, that's, that's kind of it for, for Mario Maker as of now. I'm sure we'll have more to say, you know, as we get more into creating our own levels and, and playing other people's levels. I'm really looking forward to trying out a bunch of creator levels for sure. For sure. Um, but uh, overall, I'm, I'm very happy with this game. Like, like we said, we've, we've said a few things we have, a few nitpicks we have. It's not a perfect game, but it, it's it's a very good Mario. If you're into Mario games at all, this is definitely one to pick up. Right. I expect to be playing this game for uh, a lot longer and uh, just, just just can't wait to see what what the future holds for it and see what yeah. kind of uh what this online play is going to be all about yeah if you if you love side scrolling mario um i think this is a very good value because you, you're never going to run out of stuff to play I and mean, that's one thing for sure you could you could play several courses a day and you never get through them all so this one's definitely a good value i'd say if you're into mario oh yes all right well that's going to do it for this week uh before we leave we want to go over a few quick things uh Please visit our show page at anchor.fm slash podcast. There you'll find links to where to all the different places you can find our show. We're available on all the popular podcasts app. We're on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Anywhere you can find podcasts, we should be there. If you enjoy the show, please rate us. Uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, you can also email questions or comments into the show at podcast at gmail.com. And we're on all the social medias. We're on Twitter at at Pod. We're on Instagram at at Podcast. And we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. I want to thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys in two weeks.